0: It's rewind time. We're going to go back and rewatch some of our favorite TV shows and movies from the 80s and 90s and see if they still hold up. Welcome to Why Is Everyone Staring At Us with Aaron and Odell. Hello, Aaron.
1: Hello, Odell.
0: And hello, listeners. So typically we just jump right in because we were like, we're going to make this like people just walked into our apartment and walked in on a conversation. Right. But then we kind of realized that we were being very self-serving, I guess, (laughs) just assuming that people would love that. People wanted to listen to our conversations. So we're also going to switch up the show just a little bit. A couple of times a month, we have decided we'll still do two episodes with random questions about why everyone is staring at us or why we assume everyone is But then we're also and really,
1: it should be why is everyone staring at Gen X? Yes, it's what it should be (laughs) because they are
0: right. But what we've decided to do to break that up and kind of get more people on board with us is we're going to do a monthly '80s or '90s rewind episode where we revisit a movie or it could be maybe a specific TV episode or a couple of episodes that really stuck with us growing up. Um and then and we're does also it going to still have, have
1: the same effect. That's right. the big question.
0: Yes. And what what do we notice now that they did then that they would never get away with today? Oh, so much. And then we're going to have a monthly Sweet Valley High. So initially we were going to do the Sweet Valley High book club on Patreon, but we decided those are too fun. And they really are. We're going to do them on our main feed. So once a month we'll review a couple of books. And we're going to give the stories a little twist to see if we can make them a little more interesting. So We'll yes. talk about what did happen in the books and then maybe what should have happened or was probably happening between the scenes.
1: More realistic interpretations, I think, right. of some of their situations.
0: Right. With hopefully a dash of our own irreverent comedy. Yes. At least we think we're hysterical. So. <laughs> so today, it's rewind time. and So excited. We were inspired after last week's episode where we were talking about or where I brought up some of my favorite movies when I was growing up. And I have to tell you, I have to show you something. Oh. Patreon people will get to see this. I found... What is that? Roller Boogie.
1: Oh my God. The Linda Blair
0: roller skating movie. (laughs) Oh my gosh, you really did. I try not to buy physical copies of movies anymore, but there are some of these that are not streaming. You can't buy them on iTunes or anywhere else. So Where
1: did you find that?
0: On Amazon. They have a ton of these (laughs) and they're on (laughs) Blu-ray. So I got oh this. Oh my one, gosh, someone took roller the- boogie. And I got the All Nighter. <laughs> the one that I was obsessed <laughs> with when I was a junior or senior in high school. I also have coming The Private Eyes. Did you ever see that with Don Knotts and Tim Conway?
1: I'm almost positive I did. It that just hit something.
0: Hilarious. And I haven't seen it since I was a kid. So I found that one. I found one with Phoebe Cates and Matthew Modine, private school which I haven't seen in years.
1: I remember that one. Yeah. Oh, my gosh.
0: Where the Boys Are 84 with Lisa Hartman, Black, (gasps) and Lynn Holly Johnson and Paulette from Grease 2. Oh, my gosh. Which I used to love. Where Camden Roxbury, the piano player, and Lisa Hartman was convinced to go on spring break with them because one of her friends was cousins with Camden Roxbury, who's this This piano playing. Amazing yes. person, and they have the whole <laughs> I think we just need to watch it and cover that on one of our rewinds. It's available on Amazon Prime. Oh, excellent. Which I realized after I'd already bought the DVD mm. that it was available there, which is fine. <laughs> now you but have it I,
1: forever though.
0: I do, and that's totally okay. And I also found National Lampoon's class reunion, which I mistakenly called High School Reunion last time, uh-huh, uh-huh. which I realized was written by John Hughes. My God. Oh. Just blinked. Yeah. oh my gosh. And it was a, like a horror, you know, parody.
1: I think that we need to have a John Hughes special.
0: I think we do as well. Those will definitely be some of the movies that we revisit on this series. But today we're going to talk about the Classic. amazing, and I don't care what any of you motherfuckers say, the amazing yeah. Grease 2. Yes. Now, before we jump in, head down Nostalgia's mm-hmm. Path, I'm going to give you... Just the synopsis of Grease 2, in case you need a refresher. You're
1: hearing it for the first time, and you're just curious.
0: Or in case you haven't seen it, and what's wrong with you? So, Stephanie Zanoni, played by Michelle Pfeiffer, is the leader of Rydell High's Pink Ladies, a gang of girls who are counterparts of the school's group of greasers called the Mm T-Birds. Stephanie is tired of her relationship with top T-Bird Johnny Nagarelli, played by Adrian Zamed, so she breaks up with him. And quickly catches the eye of English exchange student Michael Carrington, played by Maxwell Caulfield. Hoping to win her over, Michael tries to overcome his nerdy ways while holding off the jealous Johnny. (laughs) This was released on June. Where the fuck was that? June eleventh, nineteen (laughs) eighty-two. So I was ten years old when it was released. So four years after the original greece was released
1: well and it takes place two years
0: two years yes after after, greece which i have a question so let's just Mm -hmm. dive in a little bit Mm -hmm. so Frenchie, if we Uh remember, in greece she dropped out of high school correct to become a beautician correct failed horribly because she dyed her hair pink so she had to drop out of that as well
1: i thought it looked really cute when it was pink go on
0: She was before her time. She
1: really was. That is the style now. My grandmother's hair looks exactly like that.
0: Nice. Well, so now two years later, she's a chemistry teacher.
1: Yes. Yes. (laughs) I don't understand. I mean, my God, she went from like not knowing what to do to like fast tracking it through the education system.
0: (laughs) She's not the best chemist. She's still having some mishaps, but... Either that or Al High just has very low standards when it comes to hiring teachers.
1: Extremely.
0: Oh, you went here? Okay, we'll just go ahead. You that can works. Teach chemistry. You're an alum. Right. <laughs> Whatever. We need somebody to teach science. Now, this movie, I, I love it. I don't give a shit what anyone says. If you look <laughs> at Rotten Tomatoes, it has a 37% <laughs> score. Yes, it does. It also has, what was it, 30, a 53% audience score. Now I'm I get
1: very it. surprised by that, honestly. And right,
0: when I scroll down and I start looking at some of the reviews, there are people who are still reviewing Grease 2 on Rotten Tomatoes. One dude from New York magazine reviewed it on September 10th, 2020. Wow. Oh. And gave it a Rotten Tomato score. Now I'm thinking, dude, seriously, do you you really feel like if you are a movie critic, which I have, I take issues with movie critics. Nowadays, yeah, because yeah. most of them are so fucking pretentious. Right. And they're talking about the film formula. Like, I don't... There are some movies that I watch, and I want some highbrow stuff. But right. there are also many times where I just need an escape.
1: Right. I don't this, give a shit
0: about the fucking formula or the trope. Just yeah. I just want to be entertained, so fuck off. Don't
1: go to Greece, too, to find the meaning of life.
0: Come no. on, now. Like, you know what you're getting into. It's a musical about a girl who... <laughs> <laughs> One's a cool writer.
1: <laughs> yes, yeah, she does.
0: Best song mm. ever. Still.
1: That is still my favorite one in yes. the movie.
0: Yes. And I have to tell you, I was able to find the Grease 2 soundtrack on Apple
1: Music. <gasps> oh.
0: So I this morning when I was getting ready to record, I played the Grease 2 soundtrack. And you know what I love about the soundtrack? What? Is it the Girl for All season song?
1: That is my That is my other favorite song. Yes. And
0: you don't get the full song in the movie because no. you get snippets when they're rehearsing. Yes. But then when they're actually performing it, Stephanie, when it comes to winter, and she's the girl for winter, she zones out because she thinks her cool writer, her mysterious cool writer has yes. died.
1: Yes, she goes and into so a total just like trance daydream.
0: And then she has... <laughs> The what is daydream it? song.
1: Turn Back Time.
0: Turn Back or the Hands of Time. Turn Back the Hands. Of Time. <laughs> back the hands of- <laughs> yes. Which, again, is... It's beautiful. Also very beautiful. Um,
1: All of these are.
0: Now, I love the songs. The lyrics, if you really listen to the lyrics... Like, because I've never really paid attention to them. I yeah. first saw this movie when I was like 10 or 11 years old. Mm-hmm. As I mentioned on a past episode, my cousin and I used to recreate several of the scenes... Having yes. no idea what they were talking about with reproduction yes. or we're going to score tonight and let's yes. bowl, let's bowl, you know, and do it for our country. Not really understanding. We just figured right. that he wanted to make out with whatever the character was. yes. So, you know, it takes on a whole new meaning, but I knew these songs because I used to watch this movie all the time. I had them memorized. And it's one yeah. of those things where you just kind of go on autopilot. yes. So this morning when I was listening to the soundtrack. (laughs) Were you horrified? I was like, "They, this is seriously like some of my poetry when I was 12 (laughs) and starting to go through puberty and all of my brooding teen years. I'm like, this is something that I would have written back then. So no wonder I love these songs because it was right up the line with my poetry.
1: Absolutely.
0: Some of the lyrics, I'm like, really?
1: I love that you you wrote poetry. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I did. I think you need to find some of your poetry and we read it. I think I
0: have some in some of my journals. Yes, I will try to dig that out. So,
1: So how was your... Okay, so I know that you've seen it. Like, you've seen it multiple times times since you were younger. Okay. Yes. So, I saw it when I was younger and I remember seeing it when Melly and I were living together. Mel loves Grease too, So, I remember seeing it with her. But still, that was 20 years ago. Yeah. So, it's been a long time.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: watching it, I still had the same... I mean, it really just feels like coming home. It I does. still had that same warm feeling. I knew exactly what was happening. It just makes me happy. Yes, I had the biggest crush on Adrian's med. I thought really?
0: he was so cute. I thought he was such a geek. I was more into... I forget. Was it was a goose. It was... He's oh, played the- by... Christopher McDonald, yes, yes, yes. He's been in so many other things. He as has well. been in
1: so much, yeah. and that's another thing. When I okay, so I always thought you you know Josh Charles. He was in The Good Wife. He was in the movie Threesome. He was in.
0: Yes, yes, uh, yes, yes, yes. That yes. guy. Yes, I yep.
1: totally thought he <laughs> that was he was. Yes, I always <laughs> thought
0: that. Yeah. Peter Frechette actually
1: And then plays Luigi.
0: they do look a lot
1: alike. They really do. And then what's her face? His girlfriend, Sharon.
0: Yeah. Maureen Tiffy.
1: Yes. I always, I mean, like, I think that's Teefee. why. Do you remember our friend, Laura? Looks a lot. She does. Like Sharon. Mm-hmm. So that was a little surreal. And then with Christopher McDonald, I was just trying to figure out who he was the whole time. Like. I have seen you in so many things. What have I seen you in? Oh,
0: yeah. He was the husband in Thelma and Louise. Yes. Thelma's... Wait, who was... Which was Gina? She was...
1: Thelma. Was, no, she was... What?
0: Was she Thelma? I think that's she was. Thelma. Yes. Because I can okay. hear her saying, Louise.
1: <laughs> that's right. You're right. You're I think right.
0: that's another one we need to rewatch. I love I that I really
1: too. want to rewatch that one.
0: He was in... um wasn't he in way.
1: some big, like, he was in something big. Oh, he was in The Good Wife mm-hmm. with Josh Charles.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, another thing is I always thought the guy who played Davey. Yeah. I thought was Sean Astin.
0: <laughs> he looks exactly right? like him. Yeah. yeah. All
1: of these people, I was like, oh, my gosh. And I think that's why, because I love Sean Astin. Is that part of
0: the reason? Because I thought he was in Greece too. <laughs> I don't know. But then yet he comes out and he was in the Goonies.
1: Oh my God. Like gosh. a couple of years
0: later. And yes. he had reverted. Like he was He'd now d- only gone back in time <laughs> instead of 16.
1: Yes. Yes. So it made no sense. And right. Josh Charles being that old back then,
0: mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. wouldn't have
1: happened. I really swore all of these people were in it.
0: They do look um, very similar. But I I used to think Michael Maxwell Caulfield, he was just so like, Kind of chiseled. He was very studly. And I loved his his, his accent. accent. Yes.
1: Well, and that's the whole tie-in to the original Grease is that he's a cousin.
0: He's Sandy.
1: Yes. And I read that Johnny was supposed to be a cousin originally of Danny.
0: Uh, Mm
1: Ah. But they thought that was they they were too similar. (laughs) Well, I mean,
0: and who would have cared? Because I mean, basically all they did was they took the original movie. They flipped it uh-huh, uh-huh. so that now Stephanie, who was in the Pink Ladies, uh-huh. the Stephanie head is the Pink Danny lady is now going for someone who is not a T-Bird, where yes. originally Danny was going for Sandy, who was not a, a good Pink girl. Lady. And the T-Birds, as we know, T-Birds and Pink Ladies only date each other.
1: And yes. Stephanie's
0: breaking the rules here.
1: Yes. And that is one thing that. In the review, I think it was in the review I read for, from Ebert. I Now, that is one review, reviewer,
0: mm-hmm.
1: cracks me up. I love <laughs> reading his reviews. And I love how seriously he takes some movies and oh, yeah. how not seriously he takes others. Mm-hmm. It cracks me up. But basically, in that one thing they were talking about is just that, like, the pink ladies were the property of the T-Birds. Like, if you are a pink lady, you are dating a T-bird. End of story.
0: And so many people come back to say, oh, why did you mess with Grease? It's such a classic. It's perfect. I'm like, no, no, no. There are some problems with Grease. Like, a girl changes who she is completely. it's
1: terrible. Yes. To win the love
0: of this guy. And again, the pink ladies are the property of the T-birds. Now, in this one, it's the same thing. But Stephanie... Breaks with convention. She's basically like, no, no, no. Nobody owns me, motherfucker. Yeah, I want a cool writer.
1: There was a lot more like feminism in this one yes. and independence yes. with the pink ladies in this one. Yeah,
0: and the guys were trying to get in the girls' pants the entire time. But even mm-hmm. Sharon, she's like, no, we're not doing it. You exactly. brought me down to a bunker to tell me it's the end of the world and you're going off to war. Too fucking bad. You ain't getting it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that Yeah, that's exactly right. That is exactly right. Now, apparently, I read that Michelle Pfeiffer and what's his name? Caulfield? Maxwell Caulfield. Mm. Maxwell Caulfield did not get along. And he said that they did. But she said Mm. that he really loves himself. I can see that.
0: can totally see that. And he has that name, like. Maxwell Caulfield. Well, he was in Dynasty. Or the Carringtons. Oh, God. So he was on Dynasty for a while. He was one of the Carringtons. He played someone Carrington. I don't remember a whole lot about that, but my parents used to watch these.
1: Right. He's still a good looking man.
0: He is, yeah. He looks, he's still a I good mean, looking older man. He is. I feel like he needs to shave his head or something. Or he needs to some embrace fill-ins. the. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Embrace the balding yeah, head. Like
0: he's got a little bit of a comb over and I'm not, I'm not digging it. This is very true.
1: But he still, he looks
0: good. Well, let's take a quick break. And then let's come back and talk about some of our favorite parts of the movie. Excellent. Okay, so we're talking about one of our favorite movies, Priest 2. Yes. So, okay, you already mentioned your favorite song. What's Cool Rider?
1: Definitely Cool Rider with Girl, Girl of All Seasons. Yes. With the uh, score tonight, the bowling. I love that scene.
0: Yep. And reproduction
1: is hysterical. Yes.
0: Especially now when you know what they're talking about. I didn't know it when I was younger.
1: Now, this is funny. Common Sense Media, I always Mm -hmm. check that because I wanted the girls to to watch it with me. Because I watched it when I was their age. Right. So, I was like, ooh, I want you guys to watch this. And my oldest, who is... You know, about to be fourteen, refuses mm-hmm. to watch anything that's fifteen plus. Fourteen is as, as high as <laughs> really? I, I. Yes, See, I try I to get been her. Like,
0: oh my god! Please show me.
1: I just, know, and my youngest my one mom. is like that. She's like, "Mama, I'll watch it with you," and I'm like, "I know you will." <laughs> but my oldest, I mean, she just will not. Like, she's the one who's like, "Mom, that's inappropriate." So <laughs> this one, I looked, and it was fourteen plus. Yeah, I could not believe that. Right. Um, so I didn't let my little one watch it, you know, and then I asked my bigger one and she was like, no, <laughs> <And> she refused because <laughs> I wanted to get their take on it. Like, right. is this as good as I remember? Right. Because Adam wasn't going to watch it because he doesn't have the fond memories of it. I don't even think he's ever seen it. Yeah. But anyway, it surprised me on Common Sense Media that it was 14 plus.
0: Yeah, I think... I don't know how I would feel if I watched it today for the first time. I think I probably would not. I'd probably be like, eh, it's okay. Yeah. But there's so so much nostalgia tied to it. Yes. That I will never not love the movie. Well, I I don't know how you can't
1: love the songs. Honestly, they're so singable and they're just fun.
0: And some of these others, like, I'll be interested... To see how I feel about Roller Boogie. Because I have not seen that since I saw it in the theater when I was right. like eight or something. Some of these others, again, there's so many feelings of nostalgia. Like the pirate movie. This was probably... Right? I think the pirate movie is above Grease 2 in my book. It it's, definitely is. It's horrible. But I've, it is. And Xanadu. <laughs> I still watch Xanadu. And I can, I can see why people call this out. But they're so much nostalgia tied to these things that I can't hate them. And I will never not watch them.
1: I'm really proud of my taste in movies.
0: (laughs) (laughs) See, I, I don't
1: have any that it's like, oh, my God, that's so bad. I love it. I mean, except I guess for Grease, too. But I'm honestly, if you think it's a bad movie, I think you're insane.
0: Right. And I'm kind of the same way where I'm like, I don't get why people judge others on their taste in movies, really. Like, unless your taste is like torture porn <laughs> you know, or something, right. like, eh, I don't know about you. <laughs> unless but, you like
1: some smut, some underground right, illegal right.
0: smut. And even if it's like something that I'm not into, I can appreciate that someone has a passion for something so long oh, as it's yeah. not hurting anyone. So yeah. I, it always drove me crazy because I lived with someone at one point in time who was like very highbrow. And very judgy when it came to things that you watched below your taste level and would literally point and laugh and tell others how ridiculous, like, can you believe he sits in his room and watches blah, blah, blah. That's really annoying. But I'm like, why do you care what I'm doing with my time? You know? Exactly. I'm not making you watch it. I get it. If you think the movie's shit, awesome.
1: Then don't watch it. Don't
0: like point and laugh at others because they like it, which is another reason why I will typically look at a Rotten Tomatoes score Mm -hmm. and kind of to gauge. But if it's a movie that I really want to see, I don't stop myself from seeing it simply because it only got 40% on Rotten Tomatoes. I'm going to go in with lower expectations. There are some that Rotten
1: Tomatoes has actually stopped me from watching. When it's gotten such bad ones where I'm just like, this looks like I could just waste these two hours of my life. And it's usually with movies that I'm not all that hyped about Superman anyway.
0: Right, yeah. Right. So, like, there was the, the Slender Man movie that came out, and I was like, oh, I like me a good horror. Then I saw it was only PG 13. I'm like, okay. So, they probably toned it down. That's And bit, then I yeah. saw the next thing was 7% Rotten Tomatoes. I'm like, yeah, I'm not <laughs> going to buy it. Cause usually yeah, horror no. movies get lower.
1: They get lower, but as long anyway. as it's above like 30%, mm-hmm. I will give it a good
0: shot. Right. Yeah, and it won't stop me from watching something that I really want to watch. It will lower my expectations simply because I know that some people, like I said other earlier, they're so pretentious, you know? Yes. And they pick apart things that I'm like, okay, well, I could forgive that. Right. Like, that's not a huge deal for me. That's not a deal breaker. So my favorite scene, and I still I remember, I remember earlier thinking, Stephanie, she's oh my god, she's such a badass when she does this. But when they're singing, who's that guy? Because Michael finally figured out how to ride the motorcycle. <laughs> because if you haven't seen it, you know, Michael, Frenchie. befriends him. He changes for her. He does. Frenchy befriends him because he's Sandy's cousin. So she's showing him around the school because now she's a chemist and she can teach chemistry at school. Mm-hmm. And she notices that he's pining over Stephanie Zanoni. who is And she's like, she knows because Frenchy used to be a pink lady. Right. That you don't, you know, pink ladies and T-birds, they just, you can't bother if you're not one of them. Right. And he witnesses Stephanie singing How She Wants a Cool writer because he mm-hmm. approaches her and she's like, nope, don't want an ordinary guy.
1: Yeah, that's it. I want rad.
0: a cool writer." And she hops down those stairs.
1: I love that's my favorite.
0: <laughs> I, st- I still do that dance sometimes.
1: Yes. <laughs> yes. yes, 100%.
0: And so he's like, awesome. I need a motorcycle. So he gets a job and he buys a motorcycle and he works at a mechanics place and he fixes up his motorcycle and he learns how to ride it. And all of a sudden he puts on his biker garb and Stephanie sees him outside the bowling alley because Uh the um, crater face from (coughs) the first grease, they've given up their cars now. And now they ride motorcycles. Yes. So this was all about motorcycles. Greece was all about cars. So that's another
1: very yes, significant yes. difference. Very. And
0: he rides up when they're trying to start a fight with the T birds and kicks one of them, knocks them over, and then everyone's like, Ooh, who's that guy? And so then they jump into who's that guy. But then afterwards, Stephanie's completely smitten because she found her cool rider. Right. But I just remember just happened I think to show it's up. Sharon or Paulette comes up and like hops around the shoulder and like staff come on come back in when you finish building and she's chewing her gum really fast yes. Yeah. yes yeah yes yeah wait a minute wait a minute she's like so intently <laughs> <laughs> chewing her gum that her, her jaw's about to fall off god I'm
1: so happy <laughs> yes 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 and you know who plays paulette
0: yeah um what's her name um she's liza minnelli's daughter um, no judy garland's daughter <laughs> or judy garland Liza Minnelli's
1: half-sister. Yes, she's half-sister. Why did
0: I think she was Liza's
1: daughter? I don't know. She's Liza's half-sister.
0: Okay. Lorna left. Lorna left, yes. And she's in Where the Boys Are 84 as well. I love her in this movie. I do too. And she's Mm -hmm. funny. She's pretty much the same character in Where the Boys Are.
1: (laughs) Oh, awesome.
0: Awesome. Yes. So we, we need to do that one here too. But yes, I loved how thirsty she was for Johnny. Is so desperate. She's she's the desperate one. Yeah. She's she's the one you're like, oh, okay. Feminism is not a thing for you. <laughs> you no. still need your attention. The others are pretty. They're but it... they, you know, they had to have one. Yeah, they had to have one. And wasn't her last name Rub Chuck or something? Yes. And they call her Upchuck, but it's her little <laughs> sister that they call Upchuck. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, good times. Oh my God, I love it. You know what is um, a little horrifying to me (laughs) in the rewatch was what's her face? Connie Stevens is the one who played her. Yeah. She's like, she's got to be. That's a giant red flag. Like, she's definitely doing some of the students at the school. Oh,
0: yes. For sure. With her titties out. And She's all rubbing up against them and then trying to get on. And when he's like, oh, we want to see you in
1: class. And she's like, maybe you will. Like, (laughs) no,
0: no, no. It's kind of like Kim Cattrall and Porky's. Yes. Where everyone's thirsty for her. Yes. And they call her Lassie, but no one really knows why. And then the gym teacher has sex with her while the kids are in gym and she starts howling. (laughs) Oh, my God. The things we watched. I know, but I love the... I love my life in the 80s. I realized there was a lot of shit going on in the world that was not good. But I was completely clueless to all of it. So...
1: It was a very nice time to be ignorant. It was. Honestly. it was. <laughs> I mean, it's terrible. And looking back now, it's like, oh my gosh, there was so much going on. Mm-hmm. But it's one of those things that you know is kind of nice. Like when your childhood is just—it should be just this time of innocence. That's what it should be for everybody,
0: right? Right. Because we
1: get to watch teachers hit on students, and
0: <laughs> you <laughs> know. had no concept of what. Right from wrong, or no. what was really going on? Like all of these, I mean, there were a lot of sexual undertones. And honestly, people are complaining about how nasty Grease Two was, but I'm like the lyrics and a lot of the, the first Grease, piece? right? Like Grease Lightning is real full pussy of,
1: wagon. Hello, yeah,
0: yeah. and look gosh. at how Sandra Dee is even kind of lousy with virginity. Mm-hmm. Won't go to bed till I'm legally wed. Yes. Oh
1: my gosh, yes, yes. yes. So, one thing I found out about this is that they had originally talked to Olivia Newton-John and John Travolta. Oh, really? To reprise their roles for Grease 2.
0: So, it was going to be a continuation of their story instead of...
1: Yeah, instead of completely new. So, that was the original idea. And then they just... They had a meeting about it and it never went anywhere.
0: Yeah. Well, then Olivia is probably wishing she had done that instead of Xanadu because... Well, I don't think no, this movie got any she's better.
1: Not. I was gonna say I think Xanadu has a bigger cult following than Grease oh, too. Yeah.
0: I was it? surprised because they had a a rewatch of it. We have a theater here in Portland who will they bring back old movies and they show them again in thirty five millimeter, one night only. And right? this sold out. And Grease people too? were dressed up No, um Xanadu.
1: Oh, see? I took yeah. some of
0: my other friends and there were people dressed up like Olivia Newton John and the Muses. It was so I'm not surprised at all. Funny. That is a yeah. major cult classic oh, yeah. that I yeah. haven't seen.
1: Another thing, like one thing I love now when I watch these movies is mm-hmm. going on to IMDb, like while I'm watching it, mm-hmm. looking at all of the trivia, you know? Yeah. But some of the things I found out, Deborah Harry was originally asked to play Stephanie. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. She said, um, I'm too old <laughs> to play a high school student. So that's a no. <laughs> Jessica Biel's was signed on to play Sharon, but she dropped out to go to Flashdance.
0: Jennifer Beals.
1: Oh, Jennifer Beals. That's <laughs> I word. was like, was Jessica Beals. Like, okay. Jennifer Beals. She's Biels. younger than me.
0: Yes. <laughs> Jennifer Beals. Whole um, new meaning degrees to too. <laughs> right? <Beals>. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but she dropped it to do Flashdance. Oh
0: my God. I haven't watched Flashdance in years. Can
1: you imagine if she had not been the one in Flashdance?
0: Hello. Um,
1: oh God, No. Share oh I need to watch that signed thing. on to play Paulette.
0: Whoa, really?
1: But she was like, um, y'all ain't paying me enough.
0: <laughs> Got so that's it. not gonna happen. Well, and she well, I mean, I guess the other students were way beyond high school years. They were well into their 20s.
1: Right. I'm oh, sure. yeah. They were yeah. Yeah. Tom Cruise auditioned for Johnny. Okay. But the director wanted someone older and taller. Let's see, what else? Who else was there? Kim Carnes was offered the lead. Wow. Um, she did Betty Davis Eyes, right? Is that her?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Pat Benatar was considered for Stephanie. Wow. Adrian Zamed, um, he played Danny Zuko in Grease on Broadway,
0: which I did oh, not wow. know that. Which is perfect. I think I did know that.
1: He would be so good. Yeah. So those were the extra, the the people, the big names that were...
0: Considered for it, I awesome. cannot
1: imagine anyone but Michelle Pfeiffer.
0: No, like these were all perfect, and the girl who played Sharon, I had seen her before this because she was in Fame.
1: That's right. That's why I, I know her.
0: The Body Electric. Yes, girl. Oh my god, mm-hmm. we gotta watch Fame. So, oh god, we we're gonna be going for a while with these. the next few years with this. And thing. if you all have other movies you would like to do a rewatch with. And get our perspectives on. I mean, there's so much that we could talk about about Greece too, but I feel like going into the plot, it's kind of pointless. And it's no, much this better needs to, to be it.
1: more of our reactions to it. And have they changed? And no, it has not changed. No, this is one funny. of those movies that stood the test of time for me.
0: Yes. And honestly, I feel like nothing, my opinions of this have not changed at all. And, you know, I tried to step back. And when I start watching them, I'm like, okay, I need to have a more objective eye. And start looking at the things that wouldn't fly today and that wouldn't be okay. But honestly, right. I didn't really catch... I mean, other than it's just fucking white as hell.
1: Oh, it is so <laughs> white.
0: so many movies were back in the day. Yes. I didn't find anything that was overly offensive.
1: No, and honestly, it's it's portrayed in such a ridiculous fantasy kind of thing. Right. That it doesn't... I mean... If there is anything, I don't think that it's anything I would have ever taken offense to. No. Just because of the the ridiculousness of it.
0: And the horrible lyrics to me. Horrible lyrics.
1: <laughs> Did you know there were over five hundred people in that movie?
0: Really? They hadn't well, yes. doubt it. Yeah, because you have to have all the students and the extras and the dancers. Yeah. Because there are so many people dancing like in the bowling alley
1: Moved well, and When they started it, they hadn't finished the script. So that's why Frenchie just kind of disappears halfway through, right? <laughs> she was told, like, "Oh, we don't need you anymore. Don't come back." And she was like, "Okay." And so there's hardly anything with her.
0: I never thought of that. I know because I was so focused on. I like, didn't.
1: I didn't even Stephanie notice
0: it. And Michael that I didn't. Yeah.
1: And originally, they were going to have Stephanie and Michael driving off into the sky on a motorcycle. <laughs> Just like Danny and Sandy in
0: a car. I'm glad they didn't. I know. Thank goodness they so, didn't do that. I will say that the ending song is a little underwhelming compared to "We Go Together." What is it? We we will be together. We'll be together. And it's slow. Yeah. So it's not as upbeat and fun.
1: No. No. Um, nothing. Nothing can compare all, to "We Go Together."
0: There. There are all those montages of them jumping into the air, and then they show your bike. <laughs>
1: I want to do uh, that that's... so badly.
0: <laughs> I don't think I can get far enough off the ground to really...
1: I would have to do it on a trampoline.
0: Yeah, and I need I
1: someone. I, I want someone on a ladder taking a slow-mo video <laughs> of me on a trampoline. Oh, God. That would be so scary to see what all to moves. <laughs> like there's going to be like a ripple effect down my body.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to go.
1: Watch Grease 2, y'all. It's
0: just as good as ever. Yes. Thanks for joining us for our first rewind. And we'll be back next month with another one. So we'll see you next week. Bye. Next time. And why is everyone staring at us? I remember when my parents
1: divorced, mom took us to Disney World as a sorry I'm leaving your father trip. We saw Mount Rushmore
0: and we went to this Flintstone park. And we stayed in a Howard Johnson's and got lice. But I think I got my sex education from movies like Porkies.
1: Yeah, how did I get in
0: there? And she pointed to my stomach. Well, how did this go from family vacations to porn?
1: <laughs> yeah, I got a lot of my sex education from friends.
0: Hey, thanks for listening. To ensure you don't miss future episodes, head over to iTunes or your favorite podcasting app and subscribe. And while you're there, show us some love with a five-star rating. If you'd like ad-free content, merch discounts, unedited videos of our recording sessions and other goodies, you should become a Patreon member. Just head to our website at whyareyoustaring.com and click the Patreon link to subscribe. Speaking of our website, this is also where you can send us your questions, leave us a voicemail, and find out more about us. And since you're there, go ahead and treat yourself to some merch. And don't forget to follow us on social media. See you next time. This podcast was brought to you by Literally Everything.